Welcome back to the Legion of Renob, this 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. This is your host, and your DM, Clark Bobby of the Bobby Brothers. <laughs> and I am here to bring you another fantastic episode of the Legion of Renob. In this arc of our podcast, the gang is in a landlocked ship known as Del Dofton, which serves as the city for the Pegwagian people, a flightless avian... They're penguins. They're just... They are penguins, and they speak penguin to each other, and they carry spears. They're penguins. So, they headed towards Steldofton only to be stopped by a mysterious force known as Turner, a demon who steals wasted time from people and uses it for his own gain. Turner set them out on a quest to weed out the corruption within Steldofton. They eventually regain consciousness in the middle of a courtroom, only to be facing down a judge known as Judge Barnum, without any knowledge of what was happening. After meeting with their counsel, Prosecutor Rick, they headed throughout the city to pick up clues in regards to their ongoing mystery. They continued forward, finding out that Cramwell had signed up with a theater company known as the Goatees in order to tell a story about himself. Uh, or at least about someone with his same name in Waterdeep. He told his story uh, his own way, giving us some background into Cramwell Emanuel's past. Cramwell apparently accidentally killed his own mom when he wanted to kill his dad because his dad burned his girlfriend at the stake. That's a fun family story. And uh, the crowd went wild until a chandelier was dropped on the king of the land, Dowd, and the Judge Barnum. Using Turner's power, they forced Judge Barnum to monologue and tell everyone about his plot to take over the city and bring Matthias, a demonic entity also known as the One God or the All God from previous season two, to them combining his powers with that of the Grand Cleric, Murdar's enemy. They were able to defeat Judge Barnum by beating him to death only to find that he was being protected by a bone claw, a dangerous lich-like skeleton around nine feet tall with long raking claws that he uses to attack. He sat in the darkness, poking at our allies, only to have Cramwell cast a spell, which was the weirdest thing about that last episode. He cast sunlight, enveloping the entire room in a brilliant sun, and the bone claw had nowhere to hide. He was dead. We go back now into the story, where the Boneclaw is defeated, Doubt is saved. What will they do next on the Legion of Renob? Thank mm-hmm. you.
Welcome! Oh, uh, right now, Chris. And we're back. Chris? And he said bleh. Yeah. And we're back. And we're back? And we're back. Thank you. And we're with. Can you hear this fan? <laughs> <laughs> it's so damn hot in here. <laughs> Uh, yes, we are back to the Legion of Red Ob. We are still in the midst of an arc. I get a little bit hotter than the rest of you. In case you were wondering, yes, Winston is 400 pounds. Winston is a 400 pound muscle. <laughs> He's also 5'4". We're back! So, yeah. uh, that's what my driver's license says. I'm actually 4'9". 400 pounds. I'm extremely dense. You could say He's horizontal. I'm, I'm girthy. <laughs> Oh God! Yes, if, you, if you measured him laying on his side, he would be the same height. He's six feet. I'm spherical. He's six foot tall. Well, I mean horizontally. Oh, yeah, horizontally. <laughs> so what's going on in Rena? Okay. So you guys, you guys beat some sort of skeleton demon. Uh, you save the king from a most horrendous fate of doing something for an evil cult. We almost killed him in the process. <laughs> that was the now. If I'm not mistaken, the plan was to escort his daughter around and then kill him. Right? <laughs> so we still have lots. The go. king has many children. So you boys, the evil judge Barnum, who was working as a interim translator for the king, was unveiled. Uh, his evil plot to use the king's blood to bring forth the second coming of Matthias, uh, and uh, from there also combine his powers with the Grand Cleric. So he, he spouted his entire expeditional plan to you, you murdered him, <laughs> uh, and then you murdered uh, some sort of skeleton, lich-like demon that was protecting him as well. Liches be true, uh, And sent it to heaven, if I recall correctly. Thank you, Guff of Mac. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys did that, uh, and the king is looking a lot better now. Uh, he looks less uh, fucked up. He's not wearing that mask anymore. And just feeling all around good about himself. As he was quickly prepping a feast to celebrate your saving him. Is the king girthy and healthy now? The king is the king is retrieved some of his girth quite quickly. Uh, king Dowd being the largest of the pegwigs, sort of rotund, and uh, he he looks a lot better. I did mention one of the previous episodes when you met him initially that he was looking sort of gray around his feathers, but now he's looking pretty good. He still has that uh, that guard translating for him and doing an all around bad job. <laughs> As with the his old translator, he censored the king a lot. As you recently found out, this new translator does not do that. So the king is setting up a feast for you guys. Um, let's go ahead and just move forward a little bit to the evening times. There's still a few things from this arc-like mystery you don't know. Now, you recently learned that there was a sphinx, and that sphinx gave you information for answering some riddles, but you still don't know why the heck an hour was taken from you uh, by Turner, the uh, devil who stole your hour of time. So that is still a mystery to you. Whether or not you care to actually solve that mystery is up to you. 
But the feast is now being set up. The king is very gracious and pleased. And uh, he uh, takes you all into privacy in the back of his throne as the feast is being set up in the main throne room and the blood is being cleaned up uh, and the fire is being put out. (laughs) Well, you motherfuckers, what can this old king do for you? Uh, well, we have many, many questions. Money. Oh, that too. Okay, money. Easy enough. Well, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Let the record show that the birdman, for his reward, has requested money. And uh, the king snaps one of his (laughs) flippers. <laughs> that conversation again. And Pluck Pluck, you're approached with a very large sack. Oh, remember, he has horrifying human fingers. That's what made him. He has a thumb. He has a thumb. He's got thumbs all over his Sorry. body. It's he's, a got a, he's, he's got a thumb like flipper attached to his flipper. Okay, I use my thumb-like flippers to grab the sack of money. And he gives you a little bow when he laughs with his big old belly laugh. He looks to the rest of you expectantly. You're welcome. I look at him expectantly. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, 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 well, we have many questions. Or you want to talk about him, or are we just going to party? What's what's the plan here? Uh, he looks at you and he's like, "What the fuck kind of questions do you have?" Um, <laughs> you know the the demon that took our time. Why he do that? The king blinks. Well, I, why are you no? looking expectantly at <laughs> uh, The king shakes his head. He's like, I don't know what's been happening for the last month or so. Oh, how convenient. Us too. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any questions for him? I just asked him one. Well, I- what's your favorite color? Red. Where'd you get those horrifying thumbs? Why are they a different color than the rest of your body? <laughs> that is not canon. I repeat. <laughs> he has small flipper-like thumbs that allow him to grasp things. Would you be willing to name our religion the official religion of the state <laughs> as a favor for saving your life? You only get one life. And we've saved it. <laughs> You know, just as a favor. <laughs> <laughs> the king looks at uh, you, Kremel, is like, <laughs> Well, it's the kingdom is a denominational, so sure, why not? Yeah, you're spreading it. <laughs> you're spreading it like a fine STD. <laughs> oh, God. You're spreading it like Melora's seed. <laughs> <laughs> makes plans. No, I'm gonna fucking Scores. practice this here. It's just like the state bird, essentially. <laughs> Praise Splooshy. <laughs> well, I, uh... Well, Splooshy. If you're wondering what's going on, uh, the judge was evil. He found... You probably heard his monologue. And for everything else, oh. ask someone who was here, because we weren't. Oh. We were here for like a day. Yeah, uh- we just are that great that we can settle a month-long problem in a matter of hours. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh. the king still has an issue, though. It's not something you need to solve, but the translator is translator still missing. Oh well, he's replaceable. He's already replaced. <laughs> 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 
I, I pull up I pull up the hands that I had chopped off the episodes ago I just listened to. I I use the hand to point at the translator. I have to like hold the finger up though to play. Okay. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, you're just like using a hand puppet almost. Right, yeah. Except I mean it's, it's limp, there's no muscle left. No, of so course you, not. You like <laughs> you're like pulling the tendons taut so the finger points. Yeah, so you gotta reach into like the back of the hand and reach, find that you tendon that for the pointer one. And I miss it and I grab the pinky one. Then I reach in and grab the pointer one. Oh, and I go, oh god. I go, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a payoff. What a payoff. <laughs> oh, it's all worth it for that punchline. <laughs> we end the episode here. I actually just heard that episode that I had in the four games back in my place. Like, oh, I gotta use that because I forgot I had it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now we never have to talk about it again. Oh, no, I'm gonna keep using it now. Um, so, what's the, where's the last place you remember, what, is there a cat in here? What the heck? <laughs> oh, it's me. Um, <laughs> um, what's the last place you remember seeing your translator? My translator fucking vanished before, and that other guy came on and said he would take his place, and then I don't remember anything after that. <laughs> Did he start pulling away before he disappeared? Mm. Was he communicating with you less and less on a day-to-day basis? Mm. Oh, do you think that he was going to break up with him? That's what I'm thinking. No. (laughs) I think he said yes. Uh, the the translator is not in any kind of romantic affiliation with myself. Uh, That would be fucking weird. Not you, the king. (laughs) But, uh, he was acting pretty paranoid. He said some people were coming to the kingdom to look for this thing, and then he vanished. He doesn't seem very paranoid, because a lot of bad shit happened. Mm, what was it called? The book. Uh, some kind of book. Oh, yeah. Huh. Mm. Lots of books going around. Yeah. <laughs> some fucking book. Guys, Muffins has a magic book. It's this, it's this whole plot. <laughs> In case you didn't know, there should have been like gas around the room. <laughs> he said some people were coming to the kingdom, and then he just fucking vanished. Maybe it was the Blossom Boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Blossom Boys. What an unthreatening name! <laughs> I Blossom Boys. Well, I have a note, if I recall, that I got during this arc that is a note paying for the Magic Coca book with the Blossom signature. Oh, yeah, and the assassin was sent to kill me and take back the book. <gasps> Clark, do I still have the book? You do. Oh, phew. All right, guys, good news. Yep, you still have the book. Right now, you currently have the Coca Magica tome in your on your person. You guys want to read it? So. <laughs> nah. You, you, Cramwell, and Murdar don't know about the book. Hey, are you, you holding the book? It's a book. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you guys told them about. Or I thought you told them about the book yeah, that you're running away. Guys, it's evil magic. <laughs> <laughs> right, they want it for military way. use, and I can't let them have. It. I can't let them have that. Wow, what an important secret you kept. No one cares. I thought I mentioned it earlier. Who can remember? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I grab. I, I grab the king, like gingerly, but also roughly, like. Like one hand is gingerly, one hand is yeah, like like two fingers, but they're really tight. <laughs> and, it's, and I'm like, "What do you want us to do?" <laughs> Get to this uh, point. You're asking a king what he wants you to do. Yes. 
Yeah, he grabs Murdar by the shoulder, leads him outside, and as soon as you go out from behind the throne, a massive, uh, resounding sound of music starts playing as you see the Pigwaggy and Belly Dancers going ham. Party! <laughs> I think he said fucking party! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, insert, insert some sweet penguin jams here. Like half, the happy feet soundtrack. And Morgan Freeman narrating it. I don't. Uh, I oh, sway, wait, he's shitty. Never mind. I, I do the white guy sway back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> Snapping your fingers. Yeah. Uh, Muffins break dances. <laughs> or like 80 break dance. So it's really lame looking. Cramwell does do well, but for us, realizes what he did, and turns around awkwardly. Uh, oh, this is, uh, uh, Cramwell, it is the, the dance of the pegwagian people, oh, so... I'm, I'm bathing myself in this money. I'm bathing myself in this newfound wealth. Ah, this It is not a small amount, uh, Tony. The bag is quite large, and it is roughly 6,000 gold pieces. Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> to the left, to the right, to the left, to the right. It, it, is, barely, it, it is barely uh, barely carryable, the amount of money it is. I, I, I grab the sack with both my hands, and I'm, like, dancing with the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Bare, barely carryable uh, is what elevators say when I get on them. Because <laughs> I'm 400 pounds, six foot. If I horizontally, wow. you roll into him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the same time, I just lie on my side and have my loved ones push me. <laughs> much, much like, uh, uh, shoot, what's that Japanese game where you roll off the ball? Uh, mousetrap. Uh, Katamari. Katamari. Good guesses, <laughs> everyone else. Monkey ball. Thank you. Thank you. Plick pluck. Yes. As you're dancing with your money, uh, you get approached as you feel a slight tug on the back of your hood. And you see uh, there is Sherry. Yo, what up? Uh, and she's looking kind of sheepish and she says, well, Mr. Plick Pluck, I could use a hand. Oh, Murdar has two off his belt. <laughs> yeah, can I, can I roll to hear what she just said? <laughs> uh, you can roll me a perception check. Oh, yeah. Uh, 18. Wow. The devil's Yeah, number. you heard her. Okay, I sprint from where the table is, holding my hand, and go, I have a hand! And I'm knocking like, over dancers. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I put my foot out to trip him. You what? <laughs> I put my foot out to trip him. Okay. I, I, I voluntarily trip, and then throw my hand, and then the hand in Sherry's face. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like a cartoon. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're out of frame, but your hand why? is in the <laughs> Take that, why? Sherry. That's what you get. <laughs> but, but as she looks at Plick Pluck, she's like, I need your help, please. <laughs> <laughs> I look at Sherry expectantly. What do you... <laughs> what do you she, need? She is avoiding eye you contact should, with you. You should probably say it quick before, you know... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. You want another hand? I hold my other hand. <laughs> uh, her eye twitches slightly. <laughs> I kick him. <laughs> what, what do you need, Sherry? And she looks at you, and she looks in the corner uh, with the Sphinx, uh, who is still <laughs> the, the Sphinx is partying. Yeah, 
Uh, the Sphinx is drinking heavily out of buckets. Um, <laughs> Good. And she looks back at you and she's like, well, we have an all-known Sphinx in the room and my life is severely lacking in answers. The Sphinx? So, oh, you need me to answer some riddles. <laughs> I just need your help because I don't know if I'll know them. I mean, I'm sure I suck at riddles, but let's go ahead. I'll get some Laffy Taffy's on the way over to the Now those are canon? <laughs> Yeah, Laffy Taffy's are canon. Except they're like magical <laughs> I mean, they've been canon since Tony Stash. They can speak they're and they laugh and spit out riddles. Oh. That's how everyone Oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Why did the chicken cross the road? I'm like, oh. I <laughs> All right. Yeah, so that's what happens. Uh, she leads you over to the drunken Sphinx. <laughs> and she, the Sphinx is like, Hey, got one for you guys. What's black oh, and white and red all over? Uh, wait, my, oh, I'm not there, so I'm. Uh, uh, um, uh, a, a newspaper? Because, well, you know, Red Sea World, so it's an old paper. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's not the answer, but that wasn't my real either. <laughs> Jesus. Mighty Sphinx. Uh, I don't know how to do this. Is this how you did it last time? Um, we, I am seeking answers. I have a question. Oh my god, if you wondering who her father Fine. is. Fine! Alright. <laughs> what? How do I get my crush Murdar to like me? <laughs> <laughs> how do I make Murdar like me? <laughs> I don't have an answer to that question. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, if you want a fucking answer, you gotta answer a fucking riddle. <laughs> and she, uh, she pushes up the lampshade off of her head and she gives like you it. a mysteriously <laughs> drunken look. I'm sure. <laughs> Just a moment. Oh, no worries. We didn't, we didn't have any time before this. Of the six clue endings, which one is the greatest? Wait, which, what was her question? Was she was asking the snake. Did she say it? She has to answer the riddle first. Uh, are you ready, Tony? I'm ready. I'm as ready as ever. Uh, and she she smiles a big grin and she gets real close to you guys and her breath stinks of pig wakey and vodka. <laughs> she says, Always wax, yet always wane. I melt, succumb to the flame. Lightning, lighting darkness with fate unblessed, I soon devolve to a shapeless mess. Whatever. We're not there, though. Uh, you're, you're, you're a candle. Holy shit! <laughs> oh my god. Shit, you. Not <laughs> only do you know that. <laughs> this is starting to sound like Dragon Arms. <laughs> so glad that he made it to the game of Well, well, well. I have a riddle for you. <laughs> What's ugly and needs to be punched? Is it me? Oh, you got it right! <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it me? <laughs> Bobby, you weren't even part of season one. You knew the answer. <laughs> the Sphinx looks expectantly. Alright, so you got a question. I got an answer. And sure was like, well... <laughs> Um, alright, uh... Where is... My... 
dad. Oh, oh. Then they've done that. <laughs> I think eat. Oh, look at this character. Oh, so clever. Sherry, you're real original asking a question like that. <laughs> <laughs> Bernard's is yelling across the room. <laughs> you're, you're, and, well, Muffins is with him. He's like, Bernard, why are you yelling at this potted plant? Bernard's <laughs> wasting. Now you're facing the right way. Oh, I, I thought the plant was Sherry. It was equally as hideous. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> and dying, much like Sherry. What, what are you two? Just looks going, like a nice plant to me. I don't. <laughs> what are you two going to get over with? And just walk. <laughs> so the Sphinx. The Sphinx. Um, nods, and she thinks for a moment, and she looks at Sherry, he's like, he's currently with his family? (laughs) I'm sorry, what? Yeah, he's currently with his family. (laughs) What if, like, (laughs) 42 families? Yeah. He's got so many of them. Oh. Alright. Uh, and Sherry looks at you, Pluck Pluck, and she looks back at the Sphinx and she's like... Clark sounds disappointed by his own reveal. <laughs> I go over to I go over to pat her on the back and I go, It's okay, Sherry, you're part of a new family now. <laughs> That's right, call him and daddy. She, <laughs> she, she as as Murdar does this, she looks blankly at the ground, emotionless as tears stream from her eyes, and she's like, "Oh God!" I look at her expectantly. <laughs> hey, Sphinx, I have a um, question. <laughs> yes. Don't I have to do a you have a question? Thing? Yes, I have a question, Sphinx. <laughs> Just gives it to you for free. No, fuck that. She hates Cherry too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what's up? Do, don't I have to do a riddle? Yeah. <laughs> Give me that riddle, you no, son of a bitch. <laughs> well, Chris, we recently recorded a guest episode where, no joke, the guest mentioned how much he loves Sherry. What about her? Yep. Is he just harassed? <laughs> He's like, I don't get why Chris hates her so much. <laughs> <laughs> She's an NPC in exists. There you go. So there the Gyno Sphinx the Gyno Sphinx looks down at you, uh, Crabwall, and and she's like, To you, rude would I never be, though I flag my tongue for all to see. What am I? You give her the fucking candle riddle and I get the mystery of a lifetime? <laughs> <laughs> You basically walked up to her and said, I'm made of wax, light me, I'm a candle, say I'm a candle. <laughs> right, well, it's just gonna be something with the tongue that isn't rude. And you decide to bend me over and fuck me? <laughs> you know, maybe like a, like a shoe? <laughs> and she looks at you. And she puts a one massive paw on you, Krabwa. Uh, roll me an athletics check. <laughs> yeah, she's about to bend you over, I guess. This will be a dark episode. Ruh-roh. That is six or a nine. Nice! <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me so, oh, is that a six or a nine? 
my friend went bowling recently and got a 69. I'm like, yeah, when he went there, he he's like, I'm either getting a 69 or a 420. No in between. <laughs> <laughs> so, one more time. I, uh, I got a nine. She puts her massive paw on your shoulder, Cromwell, and pins you against the floor. And looks at you, and you can smell the alcohol on her breath. To you, rude would I never be. Though I flag my tongue for all to see. What am I? <laughs> I look at her expecting it. I don't know. Wait, what? Wait, say it again. <laughs> to you, rude would I never be. Though I flag my tongue for all to see. A pirate! No, no, no. Maybe it's like a shoe. Like, trying to think of something that has a tongue that's flying around that doesn't actually speak. But rude. But it would never <laughs> the thing be that's rude. flying around. You wouldn't be rude to a pirate. <laughs> no, no, but a pirate would be rude to you. Right? It's rude to you, I would never be. Yeah, so it's the pirate being, it's being rude. Oh, me saying why, I would, why would be rude a pirate. To a pirate. Why the <laughs> fuck are we talking about pirates? <laughs> the answer. <laughs> We do get three guesses, and I'm, Chris seems to really support this pirate idea. <laughs> Even the cats are cursed. <laughs> I, I think shoe is a pretty good first guess. Yeah, let, let's try shoe. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not shoe. God, it's a good guess, but no. Okay, crush up the pace. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma, you feel the pressure clapping down on your shoulder. Right, so okay, maybe not not actually. If rude to you, I will never be. Rude to you? I would never be rude to you. Though I flag my tongue for everyone. Uh, wait, wait, wait. I think it's her. She wouldn't be rude to us. We've been so nice to her. She's about to crush Grandma. That's a little rude. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a little funny. Is it a dog? <laughs> I won't tell anyone that. Maybe. Are we on guess two or three? Two. 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 I know, but I thought maybe she considered are you trying to fuck me, I guess. I'm pretty sure it is a dog. Yeah, is it a dog? You got it! Woo! It was a dog! Dogs can't be rude. I'm a cat, I should know about rude dogs. Sphinx, aren't you a cat? No, that's not my question. The old bamboozle. <laughs> Sphinx, where is my dad? <laughs> where is Sherry's dad? Is that your question, Crabble? Yes, I have a mighty gavel between my hands. <laughs> where is my dad? This is what we're all doing now, asking where dad's at. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Father's Day episode. <laughs> I have this. You, your dad. Well, you're like a weirdo, so, like, you mean like your dad? Or you mean like your. Can you guys hear the cats? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Muffin, shut the fuck up for like two seconds. I guess it's two fucking cats at the train. The train's gone by like twice. Okay, it's my so, favorite episode. Yes, uh, Where's your dad? Now that I have metaphorically killed my father, I. That's what it sounded like. I have a thirst for blood. Sir, <laughs> 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 stop calling me. 
<laughs> oh, pardon oh, me, God. I don't feel well. <laughs> Hold on, I'll be back. <laughs> so I might take the time to maybe maybe you guys should go to le- patreon.com slash legion renob we have a lot of cool stuff we, uh, <laughs> we, did, we do some scooby-doo episodes we just recorded a world building episode where we talk about the violent holidays of renob it's some fun stuff anyway what were you saying gyno spooks Okay. Hey, everyone should go to the Patreon, you know, they <laughs> fucking... We have a bunch of rewards, you can hear Bobby write a rap about you, or... Someday. You can get Clark to DM for you, and he, what he does is he just, uh... Fucks around for three hours, but it's worth it. It's worth That's it. That's what we're doing, we're actually paying Clark to DM for us. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we I can pay to friendship. So, I believe the guy in the sink is saying something about Bramwell's father. Yes, yeah, is, is Bobby Bramwell, back yet? Yes! I am your father. Uh, so, yeah, uh, your dad. So, like, I guess he's kind of your dad. But he's not far away. Fuck, where is he? I can't see him. Ask for more. <laughs> You're talking about your dad or, like, where you were born from? My father, he's looking for a murdering. <laughs> One does not commit matricide without committing Yeah, matricide. he's he's nearby with all your he's nearby with all your pals. You know the guys in the weird hats? Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to bed. That wasn't worth us working our ass off for that riddle. <laughs> it was pirates. She was just too embarrassed to say how fast she got it. Dogs, true. It's true, pirates are never rude, and dogs often are. <laughs> dogs are never rude. And pirates have flags. What? Well, said flags are tongue. Pirates have flags. There you go. Clark, you've just been bamboozled. We got it. Uh-huh. Scissor me, too. Yeah, no, he's, he's with the guys with the hats. I'm going to bed. Yeah, See you guys hat. later. It's tiger club. It's my, my dad's with the tiger club. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be bad news. Or in hell. I bet a couple had hats. There were hell hats. <laughs> or as I like okay, to call them hell. You guys got your answers. I, that's barely the an Sphinx answer. is officially retiring. Forever. We'll be right back after some brief messages. Hello, peasants of the material plane. This is the Dreadlord Maracross, here with a very special announcement. This episode is sponsored by Beings from Beyond, a bestiary and setting guide detailing demons, devils, and angels. Beyond the veil that lies between worlds are beings of unimaginable power. Some are creatures of beauty and benevolence. Others are stains upon the fabric of reality itself. Unspeakable entities before whom eons are instants and whose dark designs span the universe. Beings from beyond is your guide to these entities, known as mortals as angels, demons, and devils. Part bestiary, part setting guide, and part adventure generator, the full book will be at least 135 pages long, 
in a starkly beautiful black and white style. Within its pages are scores of random tables for generating everything from demonic invasions to celestial paradises. Reimagining mechanics ranging from summoning to madness and plenty of evocative lore to help you involve these awe-inspiring creatures in your tabletop role-playing adventures. Statistics are included for 5th edition, but the book is compatible with any fantasy role-playing system. If wonders and horrors from other dimensions interest you, please check out Beings from Beyond's Kickstarter page. The more support received, the more stretch goals unlocked, such as recent sections enabling you to generate adventures inside city-sized demonic behemoths! All of this is directly up the alley of the Dreadlord Maracross, but I know others might be interested as well. From this posting, there will be 10 days remaining on the Kickstarter. Search Beings from Beyond on Kickstarter, Demons, Devils, and Angels for 5th edition. Link in the description of this episode. Support our friends as they support us. And now, back to your nonsense. Sphinx, I have another question. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if we, fun fact, if we rub our orb, you get to ask one question, uh, Melora, one question she has to answer, answer truthfully a day. I don't think we've ever used this ability, but I wrote it down. We could, you know, use the, uh, that to discover the identity of whoever has the stupid blossom mark. I think we know. I think I know who the blossom guys are. No, it's the people chasing me. Uh, you fucking monster. No, you just farted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. He was talking to Chris. <laughs> Did he bite you? Sherry looks up at you, Plick Pluck. He's like, well, I guess we could leave now. I, uh, pull out my wolf. Well, I mean, yeah. The Sphinx is a little, uh, you know, intoxicated. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Sherry? Friends are the family you get to choose. That's why when I'm with you, I drink more booze. <laughs> oh my gosh, now put that on a shirt. <laughs> well, we solved this mystery and we sealed the shrine. What the fuck? There's no shrine. What the fuck, Sherry? You told Have us you checked? A shrine here. I, I pull out my rod. <laughs> I stick out the, the dowsing is- half so I can find water. <laughs> so you pull out the rod that finds the shrines, and the rod points straight down. All right, boys, look like it's looks like it's time to start digging. <laughs> Where are we now? Are we still in the ship, or are we like you are currently in the landlocked ship Daldofton, which is also serves as its own city. Does anybody have a crowbar? We can which start pulling off these planks. Hey, King, is there a shrine here? Yeah, that was a <laughs> the king is currently laughing in merriment, and uh, he turns his head towards you when you're speaking to him, and as soon as you- Yeah, he in does anger. not look particularly pleased about you mentioning it. What? I don't give a fuck. We just saved your life, asshole! 
So he looks at his translator and he grabs his translator from the back of the nape of his neck, starts bringing him over to you guys and grabs you guys and starts pushing you guys out of the throne room uh, where the music and dancing of the party... Your arms and legs all over the music again. and dancing of the party are now getting quiet, and he looks at you guys. So, you fuckers, do you want to get to the shrine, huh? Is he, is he telling us that? Yes. Well, that's the translator? Uh, no, it is. That's the translator, translator talking. Okay. I'm, I'm doing you a service and not going blah, 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 every time I want to talk as oh, the king. I, I thought it was over. a big reveal and he just can ask. Uh, all right, go ahead. Yeah, you know we do. Uh, and he looks at you guys. I know what you guys have been doing. I've gotten a little bit of information from my advisors ever since I've woken up, and... Yep, it's king's <laughs> lives, that's what we do. <laughs> it's admirable, Yes, he but doesn't if, murder unjust leaders. <laughs> if, if you guys do this to the shrine, if you... If you bring nature back to this part of the desert, we're gonna have to leave. Uh, why? Why is that? <laughs> They're desert-dwelling penguins. <laughs> we... We... We live, our environment is the deserts, it's how we hunt, it's how we subsist on ourselves, and we can't really walk very fast, so we generally use the dunes to our advantage and slide down on our bellies. Hmm. If you take that away and it's replaced by a massive grassy field or trees or a jungle, we're gonna have to move. Have you considered going to the beach? <laughs> then this boat like, could stay in the water, and you could and swim he's on like, the dunes. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Have you seen the condition of this boat? Uh, use tax dollars to repair it. Tax the rich. <laughs> <laughs> tax the rich. There's this this massive fucking boat is structurally it works as a. A place to live, but it is not going to float. <laughs> it is way too old for that now. I'm going to use message on nothing. So, I leave the choice in your hands. I appreciate you saving my life. I will give you entrance into the shrine room and void out our agreement with the Demi-Lich. But... Whoa, you're working with the Demi-Lich! That's up to you. That's a bad apple. Dun, dun, dun. Also, uh, Bobby was going to use message <laughs> on me. I know, never mind. Oh, okay. I, well, I wanted to hear Kramel in my head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> does it, does it sorry, display all my thoughts? I can't hear myself thoughts? think. <laughs> can you hear everything I'm thinking? <laughs> this is the... This, uh, ma, 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 muffins, don't think about dicks. Muffins. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you were going to say? <laughs> no, no. I was going to tell you to distract them while I go to the shrine. Oh, Okay. But okay. now that he's just letting us into the shrine, that's pointless. I just get his voice in your head all the time. Yeah, we can't turn it off. It's a nightmare. Um, Alright, your, your majesty, I respect that decision. And this is a complicated issue. How about you discuss it with someone on the other side? I rub the orb! Beep, beep, beep! Cruel and unusual DM punishment. And in the orb appears the friendly face of your current guardian deity, Melora. Yo, what up? Hi, guys. Hey, uh, you kind of neglected to mention when we were bringing nature back. That could fuck over some people. Uh, this penguin dude is like, he's saying it's some bad news. Well, why is it bad news? 
look expectantly at <laughs> Oh god, you're making me have this conversation with myself. <laughs> yeah! Not again! That's why I said it was cruel and unusual. It's <laughs> <laughs> got a translator this time. garble and then translate it and then switch oh. to a different voice. Okay, I, I understand. <laughs> well... I mean, that's well, can you kinda... for the rest of us? <laughs> that's kind of shitty, but it's where you guys decide to leave, make your home. So, if nature comes back, that doesn't mean you need to leave. It just means it'll be, you know, a little bit more difficult for your particular race to subsist. <laughs> well, I don't see it being unfair... Bunker Day happens once a year, and you don't see people. <laughs> patreoncom slash you know, red to figure out what the heck a bunker day is. <laughs> bunker Day happens once a year, and it reshapes the landscape every year. It's not a natural thing, but fair or unfair, it happens. Well, that I guess that's true as well. I'll leave it in the hands of the people deciding it. That's a, very, uh, that's a guys, very good point, King. I think that's a good middle ground. <laughs> <laughs> I vote for the King's idea. It was wonderful. Uh, I want to go to this one shrine and do all the other ones, but this one little spot of desert. We have made a deal. Have <laughs> we? Yes, we made a promise to bring back nature to the desert. Oh, uh, yes, we talked to that genie man about that. He really wanted nature back. I think Malor is actually okay with us not doing this one. That's, well, what, that's what I think. Dude. You know what happened to the last time I betrayed Malora? She took my clerical abilities for all of six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a scary time. We almost got a year. Yeah, sorry. She off and say like, uh, I, need, "I need a healing spell." Oh, I have those. <laughs> I do remember. I remember from the most recent post that episode. We can only save her. We kill her first. We only have bring back from dead spell. <laughs> Clark's like, "No, you don't." <laughs> what a terrible system. <laughs> only way you can heal is if they get to zero. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna put this dagger in your back. Don't worry, you'll be back real quick. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so goddamn sorry. Oh, so, as you're like bleeding, I was like, oh wait, I'm a, I don't have a revival. <laughs> I don't have that prepared. <laughs> you want zone of truth as you hit the tunnel of light. <laughs> um, oh, I'm okay with that. Well, guys, I talked to the king about one. it. And I'm leaving it in your hands. If you want to, the Demi-Lich to have control over this area of the desert, or this area of the land, I suppose, that's your call, but I wouldn't suggest it as the Demi-Lich can still have, can, well, I suppose, I don't know. It's a tough call, guys. Either you're going to be bringing life back to the desert and cause these guys to relocate, or... Keep it the same, but then the, the Demi-Lich retains control of this part of the desert, and that can potentially cause problems in the future. Ah, uh, moral conundrum. The only solution is just game-break this. So he pulled out the guff of that. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about magic desert? Magic what? Desert. Um, <laughs> I, what is that? Well, we got it in hell. 
Oh, oh, man, what are you missing out with devil-like artifacts? So many people got murdered. Double murdered, really. They were dead already. <laughs> it's okay, they were all Hitlers. Double murder, it's another holiday. That's true, that's true. They were all Hitlers. Karate Hitler. What a hero. <laughs> <laughs> the views of Christianity. You never present all the you run up. Some of us believe no matter what Hitler it is, he's not a hero. Yeah. <laughs> No, oh, I let's said, believe that. Damn breaking Mac. Check out this. If if we turn it across, it just stays together. Okay, that works. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I hope this poses this shit. Now, what if Guffa, their whole thing is they need, like, dunes and stuff? Yeah. What if we just make mud dunes? It's too late. I already rolled for Guffa Mac. Okay. Alright, Clark, I'm rolling. <laughs> Alright, roll me a d20 and you tell me what the yeah, result is. Lucky number seven. <laughs> you got a what? A one And how does the guff of Mac work again? Uh, it allows you to, like, bend, uh... It's on, like, a scale. Yes. So what, like, the higher the number, the, the, more, better, the better reality bends to your will? Yeah, so you can say yeah, seven. But it high. can also, like, fuck you. Okay. <laughs> uh, he rolled a seven, so Chris becomes a desert. <laughs> All right, you use the guff of Mac, and it goes beep 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 beep, beep and nothing happens. However, Muffins recently got what? a plot point. Thunder strikes. All right. Thunder, thunder it, strikes, slamming through the boat, hitting the guff of Mac in Murdar's hands. Killing Murdar instant. I like this plot point. <laughs> I feel like we're getting plot points confused with give us more shit points. Yeah. A little bit. Well, let's just change, let's change one thing about the game. So instead of changing, uh, changing, or all I'm doing is saying the guff of Mac works. I was just adding a little flavor, pardon me. I do want to see a result of this thing. <laughs> Is that plot, though? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, I don't know how to do this, guys. Just, well, I mean, mechanically wise, I don't the know Guff that plot Mac points... is fairly even, isn't it? What? The Guff of Mac has potential to do bad stuff, too, yeah, right? So we'll take a, we'll yes. take a bad thing. We just want but bad it's thing. like, it's well, like using a plot point. plot point to make some bad <laughs> It's like using a plot point to uh, to make a dice roll positive. No, we didn't say that. Is essentially what's happening right now. Yeah, and that's basically well. The first result was neutral. So if we use it and we get another roll, no, I'm not using it. Our odds of bad things happening are the same as good things happening. So it's a neutral outcome. No, plot points can be used mm. to change reality. Remember Mr. Blue Shoes over here? <laughs> I could do that. Mm. So all I'm trying to do is find... I mean, ultimately, it is Clark's call, yeah. I, Well, I'm just trying to explain what I'm trying to do. I'm ju- I just want a good middle ground between these situations. So, like, a desert area that makes a, that the Pegwagons can live in. So it's like harsh sunlight. And like high sandy dunes, but there's also a shitload of trees <laughs> with slow moving animals. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> slow moving fodder. Hmm. <coughs> and vodka trees. And I can describe what I have in mind if that helps. Now I use a, <laughs> no, I use a plot point to put uh, 
Beachwear on all cattle. the penguins. <laughs> Beachwear? Yeah, I want them all to be wearing, like, swimming shorts and shorts. <laughs> okay! And, like, sunglasses. I do like the idea of beach party penguins. And, like, uh, they have, like, sunscreen over the ridge of their beak. <laughs> They're lifeguard penguins. Yeah. Alright, um... Middle ground. Well, this will this will convert them into nature loving beach penguins. Oh, <laughs> beach penguins! Yeah, how about if we make the Gulf of Mac change them? I got a plot point that says beach penguins as well. They'll be like African penguins. Yeah, like, like straight up <laughs> killer Africanized penguins. <laughs> no, no, there are penguins in Africa. Oh, there, there are penguins in penguins Africa, in but they America. live. So there are, there are at the very They're edge not, of Africa. No, South America. You know what? We're doing an old they, Google of proving Tyler wrong. It's Tierra del Fuego. <laughs> <laughs> Tierra, Tierra del Fuego. That is South name. America. Yeah. Yeah. African penguin. <laughs> Bam. Okay. Unless the African I'm wrong. penguins. I'm they're, are they in South Africa or are they in Africa? They're in a zoo. Uh, it says they're in South Africa. All right, that's fine. Wait, <laughs> Wikipedia, like, the African like penguin are, also known they're as... They're definitely in both of those areas. Also known as the jackass yeah. penguin. Yeah. Are they really? <laughs> yeah. How are they jackasses? Uh, for its donkey Because they're the one that proves people wrong all the time. They're like, well, hey, penguins in Africa. Well, I just... No, you were right. Tyler was just trying to smack you down. Yeah, I know. It hurt my feelings. Tyler is also correct. There are penguins in Tierra de Yeah, I know that. No, I refuse to believe that. If someone had seen The Lion King, they would know there were penguins. No, no. What? Whatever. No, I'm I'm actually talking about surfs up. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay, so there's a lion eating one of them. Really? No. Oh, it's in a zoo. They just use penguins as food there. Get in there, jackass. All right. So so here's what happens. Uh, as of right now, Winston spent a, spent a plot point, and Bobby spent a plot point. Nothing happens <laughs> right waste. now, but I will give you payoffs for what you just asked for in a minute. But suffice it to say that you have decided to go the route of Melora, knowing the knowledge that you know now, and bring life back to the desert. Yes. So, the king tentatively nods to you guys and leads you to the very bottom area past where uh, you 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 go you go down the staircase and you see the faceless corpse of Killyu still there. Uh, the assassin, Crystal... Your decoy is no match for my brain. Uh, the uh, crystal loot is no longer there and you keep moving past that to get to an area which the king takes out his mighty warhammer and slams down a wooden wall inside the area there is it looks to be a solid stone wall in which he places his hand upon it or his flipper, and the wall begins to open. And he says, with his translator's help, 
The fucking Demi-Lich and I made an agreement way back in the day. The Demi-Lich didn't want any living creatures to live within her area, but I agreed to be the police, uh, to police the area to keep it safe, because we needed a place to stay, or rather, it wasn't myself who made this agreement, but it was my ancient ancestor around 5,000 years ago. So we've been watching over this desert since then, and the fucking Demi-Lich... Uh, has more or less left us alone as long as we didn't touch any of her machinations. Demi-Lich is a girl? Yeah, the girls, I think we've been surprised by this like two or three I times. So the, so the tomes have said. I mean, it's a fucking skeleton. I don't really think it needs to have a fucking gender. Is it a sexy skeleton? It, yeah, I gotta imagine if it's like a girl fantasy <laughs> monster, it's like curved and stuff. Yeah. It's a, it's a, bon- it's a bony floating skull. Should I don't know what's watching. If you're oh, into that. So she has like a bow. No, a bony. It's, it's bo- Oh, God. Yeah, she has like a bow and eyelashes. Jesus, fuck, these guys are dense. I mean, um, uh, I wasn't supposed to translate that. Part. Uh, anyway, uh, we have not touched this area in quite some time, so good luck. I'm heading back to my party, and let's hope it all goes well. Was there a robot down here that you killed 4,000 years ago? We have not touched the machine. Oh, boy. Oh, guys, we might have to deal with the Guardian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm like a We're pretty strong and dense, like the King's so. <laughs> yeah, we're, dense we're so dense that we're wired than we are tall. <laughs> Nothing will knock us over. <laughs> I, I I charge blindly into the darkness. <laughs> except, I, <laughs> except I have night vision, so it's okay. Uh, Let's close your eyes. Yeah, I pull out the orb. I'm like, Lamar, you're coming with us. We're doing all the work. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> And the Just king leaves you. You hear his massive footfalls <laughs> go up the staircase as you charge blindly into the darkness. So, this area is nothing but sand with slight cracks of uh, what looks to be moonlight coming out of the wooden walls behind it. So you guys head into the cave and there you can see that very same stone shrine sticking into the earth, glowing with a vague purple light. From there, behind it you hear... Creaking slightly, a large, I'd say roughly nine feet tall, but slenderly built robot uh, war machine with a large triangular metal hat. And instead of arms, uh, this humanoid-like robot has a pair of sharp implements attached to the very end. It creaks to life as you approach. And then from behind you... You hear something else. From the darkness, you hear a large slamming sound. Everyone roll me a dexterity saving throw. Oh boy. That's one. Really? Oh yeah, you failed. You got an 11 plus 11, you got 13! I got a 16. I didn't know my dexterity was so high. I got an 8. 8. Uh, okay. Muffins, Sherry, Click Fluck, <laughs> uh, from the sandy ground beneath you, a massive square moves upwards from the ground, trapping you all inside it. The very top is open, and it's around 15 feet tall of straight sandstone, which rose from beneath your feet, trapping you in a box with the very top open. 
I'm a cat, I love boxes. From there, <laughs> Murdar and Kram will dodge out of the way just in time, but you all see above you... Sherry, you're so slow! Standing directly above you, and illuminated by something glowing in his hand, you see a familiar, almost pear-shaped gnome. Hello, Benson Muffins! <gasps> oh no! The Grand Cleric! <laughs> the Grand- no. And that's where we're gonna end here! We're gonna get our idea initiative next time! Woo! Walk right in the trap, Wills. Well, at least I'm trapped with Sherry, so if I die, she dies with me. <laughs> Sherry's not gonna die. This is why Sherry's invincible. If Sherry was gonna die, she Hey everyone, it's the Dungeon Master Clark again. You're probably tired of hearing from me. It's just me today for the outro, so just our normal stuff. Always, always, always follow us on Twitter at Legion of Renob. Check out our website, legionofrenob.com. Drop a five-star review on iTunes, that really helps us out. You can always support us on our Patreon like Winston has been shelling for the past two episodes in the middle of the episode for our... Well, to be fair, when this these episodes were recorded is actually when we just released our Patreon, so that's why you're hearing it then. He doesn't really do it forever. Eh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> um, and also, two quick things, or rather three. This episode art is provided by Owunt. 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 Pineapples. Uh, one of our friends at the Discord, uh, you can thank her for all her hard work there. Uh, if you want to join us on our Discord, there's a copy on our website, legionofrenob.com. This song was uh, organized by myself and Doug Johnson, so thank you, Doug, for your help in getting this all put together. I think it's an excellent song and really encases this arc mystery pretty dang well. Uh, and finally, as previously discussed, Beings from Beyond, Demons, Devils, and Angels for 5th Edition. I, it, if nothing else, I highly suggest just checking out the Kickstarter. Even if you're not intent on buying it, it might push you to the edge of that because it looks freaking amazing. So, I highly suggest you check it out. I will have a link in the description of this episode, so feel free to click that, it'll bring you there. Alright, well that's everything I had. Your support is always enjoyed. Thank you for listening to our show. We put a lot of work in putting it together for you guys each week, so uh, we appreciate you listening. And I hope you guys all have an excellent rest of your week, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye!